0: Live from the ESPN 690
1: at Ajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane.
0: Every time a team or anybody else has something to say about Brian Flores, oh, he's telling a story, he's not telling the truth, these allegations are false. You mean to tell me that this man, who is one of the better coaches in the National Football League, when you talk to a guy like Rob Nikovich, that lets us know that he gives Brian Flores a lot of credit for him being able to play in the National Football League for a long time because of his one-on-one teachings, they won eight out of their nine last games last year. You want to know the one team they lost to? The Tennessee Titans, who happen to be the number one seed in the AFC. So you're not going to sit up here and tell me that this man isn't a good coach.
2: I can't guess any of these, folks. Uh, I'll say Chris Canty because you love him, but that wasn't Chris
3: Canty. <laughs> it wasn't Chris. That was uh, Harry Douglas. You are having a rough time Gosh, today.
2: You- Yeah, I'm usually awesome at this game if you don't mind me saying.
3: No, you. you And and I'm
2: terrible today. Yeah, like you are going random. I mean, so give us the names that you've had though. I I mean, Harry Douglas.
3: Yeah, we had Harry. We had uh, Greenberg. You got that one. Uh, We had some Lewis Riddick in there. Uh, We had some Kendrick Perkins in there. Had some J.J. Redick. Yeah. So yeah, it's been pretty much everywhere.
2: Remember, I started the show today with some random, like, tweets? Yep. And we welcome in Action Sports Jack Stuart Weber as well, so I want him in on this game. And uh, these aren't my random tweets, by the way. I'm just, like, scrolling through the timeline, and I'm seeing some things that are, like, piquing my interest today. Okay. And uh, that doesn't happen every day. But this one is, the only wide receivers to get – you guys might have seen this, so if you did, just, well, don't worry about it. But the only wide receivers to get 100-plus yards in a game on Jalen Ramsey in his career are – how many are there? Two. Hopkins? Yes. Probably multiple times on Hopkins, you would by think, the way. Yeah.
3: Probably. Oh, uh, do you have any guesses? I'll let you get it. Go ahead. Is it T. Higgins?
2: No. That's surprising. At least not that they put on. You know, these are weird, right? Because who do they put the catch on, you know?
0: Um, do you count Alan Robinson think back, in practice? Ooh.
2: <laughs> no. Think, to, uh, think back to the Jags days, though. I mean, not the uh, Rams days. Who they would have played? Not in the. It's not even in the division. But who they would have played probably multiple times in the Ramsey era. And this guy's very good. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he... Doesn't play in the league anymore. Steve Smith. Nope. That'd be good though. I know. <laughs> Based I was on hoping. The Comments. He does have the most viewed comment I've ever tweeted ever, ever tweeted ever. Yeah. Uh, over two million views on the Steve Smith, Jalen Ramsey, beef.
3: Yeah, I got nothing.
2: Uh, Antonio Brown.
3: Oh, that's cheap. He doesn't play in the league. He could.
2: Well, yeah. he doesn't.
3: No, I know it's fair. He's not on a team. That's yeah, tough.
2: Brent it, Martin here at uh, Davoli's uh, House of Cards in St. Johns County. Stop on by, Weber, on your way home. <laughs> it will be closed by the time you it are Probably,
0: yeah. it would be closed. Uh,
2: by the way, we just had a bit, another eruption. I just went back oh. in the, the room over there, okay. and I don't know which which one, what, who they got. They haven't told me yet. But I was watching them do their thing on TikTok, which are break cards. And the kid's like, this is overwhelming. It's like, I, I can't do this fast enough. Everybody wants. <laughs> like, that's how crazy busy it is. And uh, it's on TikTok, and uh, Davoli's house of breaks is... Um, what they call their name on TikTok. You can go find it, but it is a wild scene here if you don't know anything about the card industry, especially as of late, like the last few years. And uh, we're going to be here having fun at Tavoli's House of Cards. So over the, the next few months on Wednesdays, for the most part, just about every Wednesday, come on out 3 p.m. until 6 p.m. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Uh, I want to do one more thing before I ask Weber about Justin Thomas, and, and I think even Nick Saban was over at TPC Sawgrass today. That's what I'm hearing. But I hear one more random tweet thing. Okay. Did you see this by Barstool? And I haven't dug deep now. This is like headlines are dangerous to read, especially on live radio. And yet here we go. And here we go. But here we go. Apple has developed a new wedding ring that connects to your partner to tell them everywhere you've been and when you take it off. Mm. All of a sudden, people around the world are going to Android.
3: I guess that's what you should have got me for a wedding gift,
2: huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, can you? I mean, I don't know if either one of, I don't know if husband or wife are signing up for that. But how do you break it to your husband or wife that you don't want to sign up for that? Yeah,
3: that's that's immediate probably divorce. You're probably going right into divorce after that. So uh, it's either an all or nothing. But that's a t- you can't really say no. That's a non knowable. If you say no, it's divorce. If you say yes, your life's miserable.
0: Unless you have like an applicable profession which requires you to take it off. Like if you're a plumber or a mechanic. Oh, like I know my, my no step sir. my stepdad would never have it on because you're if you're in a machine shop, if you're working in engines, you uh, you can't wear that thing, otherwise you're at high risk of losing a finger.
2: Well, that makes sense. Or if you lose it like many people do on their honeymoon in the ocean. Well then you're off the hook for at least a few weeks. <laughs> then you, then you, have, then you have
0: other problems to worry about, right? <laughs> Is it waterproof?
2: Uh, that oh, I don't know. That's a I good question. Just, a lot of people do that, though. A lot of people go on a honeymoon and in the ocean because it's not sized correctly. Yeah, it
0: just slides right and off your of hand. Si-
2: no? You know, yeah. So uh, many man. people. That, I've actually lost one wedding ring already. I'm I'm on wedding ring number two, not because of still on marriage, marriage
0: number one though. So that's marriage good.
2: number one, wedding ring number two, um, and I really don't know exact. I used to when I played golf, I would take it off. So there would be a lot of question marks under this new one. But uh, I. so I used to put it in, like, my back pocket when I played golf. And so I had – I remember I was in Ohio. And I played um, – I was playing around the golf, and I had allergies that day. And so I had, like, um, Kleenex or something, and I was, like, blowing my nose constantly. And then I'd put it in my back pocket. And I'm pretty sure when I pulled out, like, the Kleenex and stuff, I pulled out the ring – as well likely story you wanted, to so, get that,
0: you wanted to get that microchip out of there
2: yeah and i really this was before microchip was even thought of i think but um and and so i actually went back and tried to like retrace my steps and it did so happen. you
0: checked the so trees the sand trap the yes, lakes
2: i did i replayed like that round it was not like replaying my round at augusta uh-huh <laughs> so um So that is an awful idea, though, isn't it? Like the divorce rate's already high enough. About fifty
3: percent is what they say.
2: (laughs) Ah, this is a tough one. I think it is. I'm just trying to digest this, like if it would be a thing or not. It's definitely. It sounds like a good idea. Like when you see when you're getting married and you're like, "Oh yeah, it'd be great. That's a good idea." No, you
0: you'd never say that. You would change the subject immediately and come up with something else to talk about.
2: Sounds
3: like a guy that doesn't want to be tracked.
0: Sounds like a guy who's not married.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: fair. Uh, Yeah, this is, I'm not sure this is a good idea. So, anyway, that's uh, one of my random tweets.
0: All right. What a segment.
2: Yeah. Well, it's hard with two uh, non-married guys. You're absolutely correct. Hey, I'm
3: about to be married.
2: Yeah. So, like I said, you're probably a great test dummy on this. If Amanda like, would uh, say, Hey, let's go get these rings, you would say
3: Are you paying? Oh, that's,
2: <laughs> that's, that's one that's way it. to go with it. That's all it comes down to?
3: Pretty much. I wear it. I don't I don't do anything that great. She'd see me going to Chick fil A like every other minute. But other than that, <laughs> I mean you, Do you, you do that?
0: Do you do the uh, the iPhone know your location? Uh no,
3: but I've never been asked. If she'd asked me to, I would. Yeah. I got nothing to hide. I'm an open book. I what, come what here, I go to Chick fil A, I go home.
2: <laughs> yeah. I got nothing to hide either, but I did stop the, we have like the Life 360 with the kids.
0: Yeah.
3: And yeah.
2: so we're all on it. And I, I stopped that. I was like, Whoa. I'm not telling you Whoa. like where, like every time I go get a Starbucks coffee.
0: Red flag. That would, yeah. that would add up quite a bit. A lot of Starbucks yeah. trips.
2: So like, and I don't even know, I might've turned Steph's off too, but we know where the <laughs> kids are. Cause that was the intent.
0: That was the idea. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need so. them to know where you are.
2: Yeah, so I have no idea what Steph's doing either. But I'm not getting a wedding ring to find out that matches up.
0: Right.
2: A, we just tr- Whatever happened to trust.
3: Brent, goodness. that's gone. Have you seen this generation?
2: Submarine so Mike says, get a silicone ring to wear every day. The way That way if you lose, it's only about 30 bucks to replace it. Keep the metal ring in a safe place. That has been a very popular way to go, right? Yeah. yeah. Which I've never really looked into. But everybody has. Are you getting that?
3: No, mine's real.
2: Your, it's real. Yeah, like You're I don't not know. gonna what get it is, the silicon over it or instead of it? Nah. Or nah, what about real. a tattoo? Of a ring? Some people do tattoos. Yeah. Nah, I'm good. Which I think is like probably a really bad idea.
3: Yeah, because what if you get divorced and you just have to get a big X tattoo? I just feel yeah. like it would hurt. Really, right yeah. there?
2: Yeah. On the It digits? would hurt. Yeah, there.
0: Like I've heard the the to like the feet are some of the worst places to get tattooed, so I'd imagine a finger's not gonna be great.
2: Yeah, the divorce that's rate's true. way too high to get a tattoo yeah. for your wedding ring. Yeah. Like that's probably not smart. About fifty percent, uh, they say. Yeah. <laughs> is it still fifty percent? Like I've always heard it's fifty percent. But is it really fifty percent?
3: I did the research. I'm about to get married. <laughs> Why would you do that research? <laughs> I just wanna know what I'm getting into. I got a fifty percent
2: chance. That's pretty good. Yeah. Heads or tails? Hey, you're you're in the card game. You're in the marriage game. It's all about odds, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> um, it's actually all, right. all
0: about communication. I think is what it is. <laughs> about
2: odds. Yeah, I'm not sure how I'm not sh- sure what my wife's going to think of this segment. Hopefully, she's tutoring. Um, the uh, Weber. How was DPC Sawgrass? How was Justin Thomas? Did you see Nick Saban?
0: I did not see uh, see Nick Saban. Um, I mean, the course is looking gorgeous. Obviously, we're it's. two weeks out. Uh, c- can't wait to get out there for the Players' Championship. Going to be awesome. Uh, Ju- Justin Thomas, he was tired by the time he got to us. You could tell they have been dragging him around that course, doing all these different things all throughout the course, <laughs> course of the day. Uh, but, you know, he, he did graciously take some time out and uh, and chat with us, the local media, of, about, you know, the upcoming tournament, about how he's doing, and I... Uh, a litany of other golf topics across the board.
2: Well, what do you say? Defending champ hasn't won since the the 2021 Players' Championship. Is he ready to defend? Can he be the first to repeat?
4: I don't know. This is always immaculate for the tournament, I and mean, Sawgrass does a great job of, of shutting it down properly and at the right time and, and getting the course in great shape. Uh, I mean, I just saw 16, 17, 18, and uh, there still is uh, – as beautiful and challenging as ever. Perfect time for you
0: to come back here, uh, a place where you've got, you know, the, the great swing thoughts and the, the visions of you winning. How, how big is it for your game to return to a place where you won the last time you played here?
4: It's nice. I mean, I've been fortunate to have some good rounds, some success here. I had never won the tournament, but I'd come close a, a couple of times. But I just, I'm comfortable around here. I like it. I feel like it's a place that I can get it around pretty well. Um, I mean, I do have a couple poor rounds, but I have you know, a handful of rounds where I've gone pretty low and I feel like that's that's huge around this place. I mean, if I can, you know, turn some of those 70 ones and twos into 69, 70s and then I sprinkle in, at, you know, 164 or five, all of a sudden, you know, a tournament where I'm looking to finish 15th <laughs> or 20th, I all of a sudden have a chance to win. So, um, I just I love this place. I really do.
0: Justin, we'll, we'll keep saying until someone gives us a reason not to is that we've never had a defending champ win. The Players Championship. Uh, as you get set to try and do that, in your opinion, what do you think makes it so hard to to repeat success from one year to the next at this course?
4: Uh, it's not has nothing to do with this golf course. It's just really hard to win golf tournaments. Um, it, it's not like you, certain places or you see guys go back to back more than others. It's just it's it's very difficult to win golf tournaments, and it's it's difficult to win at a place like the Players Championship, where you have arguably one of the deepest fields in golf. Um, I look forward to the, you know, to having the opportunity to to try and win again. But, uh, you know, I got a lot of a lot of other guys that are looking to do the same thing.
0: I kind of wanted true. to say, what about Tiger Woods? I feel like there's courses he's won at nine times.
4: Yeah, I think Justin. Tom- I don't know if I agree with
2: what Justin Thomas yeah. said there. You know, I mean, I, I think to quote Brent, I, I, to quote Brent Martin,
0: there's there's horses for courses, man."
2: Yeah, and I understand what he's saying, right? Yeah. Like, I, I think he's you have to be playing good. Right. So it's hard to win golf tournaments. Certainly it is. But there are places that are harder to win at. And we talked about this a little bit earlier in the week. Two reasons why TPC Sawgrass and the Players' Championship are really difficult to repeat. It's twofold. You have the best field in golf always there. So you're playing the greatest. And it's a big field. It's not like a shrunk field at the Masters. And the other part is the course is the star. And the course plays differently based on the weather and I think uh, I think that has more to do with it than we've seen players play or usually when a guy wins um, you know or a guy has a good year he might go on a run for a year and a half you know I mean we've seen Jordan Spieth do that Rory McIlroy do that Dustin Johnson do that Brooks Kepka do that like we've seen countless golf course Tiger Woods and others but we've seen countless golfers do that and this course says I don't care what you did last year <laughs> You're not winning this year, and I'm not even sure. It Doesn't even feel like many, and I'm sure it has. I don't have in front of me have threatened Stewart to go back to back. This doesn't feel like that. It's like a it's a whole new leaderboard. Meanwhile, you'll get Fred Couples on the first page of the leaderboard at the Masters every year at some point. Like Jose Maria Olazabal, you know, for like 30 years in a row. He yeah, played Larry well. Yeah, Larry is going to make the cut. <laughs> yeah. So it's um yeah, I totally disagree with what what he said there. Uh, I think I think I'm looking at the Masters right now. Jack Nicholas won in 65, 66, so he went back to back. Let me keep going here. Hang with me. Fill in the dead air if you want.
0: Scrolling, uh, scrolling, scrolling.
2: Scroll in. Uh, I thought Tiger. Yeah, Tiger has all right. 2001, 2002. Uh, Mickelson went 04 and 06, but not back to back. And there's been plenty of those actually. Uh, Bubble won two out of three years, so that's interesting at the Masters. And but that's it, really. It's just Tiger and, and Jack, I guess, unless I'm missing somebody way back. Uh,
0: well, and well, Sam then the, and the weird Steve thing is, it? is that you know all three of the other majors are changing courses every year.
2: Well, that's true, but and so that's why I was trying to find the yeah, Masters, right? But the Masters, the field is is not nearly as deep, correct? Or even just in numbers as big as the Players Championship. So uh, I. Again, I respectfully disagree with what Justin Thomas said there. I think you're right. I think when Tiger Woods goes and plays uh, Firestone in Akron, I think he, it felt like he won every year, right? Like, I mean, he would win the memorial. Like, he was right there all the time. Uh, Ty, Tiger especially, as good as he was because he was so dominant and for so long at, at this length of time that yeah, I think uh, courses do set up for somebody's game. I, I think this one just doesn't, and that's why it's a star. So we'll see what Justin Thomas does. He's certainly got the game uh, coming in to, to be able to do it again, but he'll have to have all the right weapons and, and play the right shots to get it done, Stuart.
0: I'll just say this. I'm, I'm not going to pick him in our picks contest when uh, when we when we make our picks on the air.
2: Yeah, it wouldn't be a good trend, right? No.
0: You don't, you don't want to take the, the guy odds. who won last year, uh, yeah. even though he obviously won last year, so he played there good. But yeah, I don't I'm not gonna pick him. I don't know who I'm gonna pick at this point.
2: We're yeah, gonna, I wouldn't.
0: We got a couple weeks to figure it out.
2: Well, by the way, like uh, if there are, you don't even know who the field is totally. No. Right? I mean we still got a little time.
0: Yeah, top, uh, top we fifty. That. I'm gonna pick somebody who's in the top fifty in the world.
2: Where are we golfing this week, Casey?
0: Uh Palm Beach Gardens on classic.
3: Beautiful oh, the Palm Honda Beach Gardens.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh. Are we supposed to do that? Are oh. we supposed to do our picks? So
3: we are, yeah. But here's the thing. I never texted Austin. So we got a couple options here. One, I can text them and we can just delay it. Or we can have Stewart make his pick because Stewart's currently here.
2: I kind of like that.
3: But he's Oops. not prepared, but that's fine. Neither is Austin. <laughs>
2: yes. Give me one time that Austin's been prepared for the golf picks.
3: Yeah, never once. So, Stewart, I can kind of fill you in on what the information Austin wants to know. He's usually really interested if
0: it's a north or south course. Um, I played this course. I don't need that information. Oh,
2: oh, 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 bear trap.
0: <laughs> okay it's my, right. It's my hometown right you here, do? you, know? did you have
2: a, Did you have a media day down there or had you played in a No, I played place?
0: as a kid many times. My buddy uh, worked really? the range there. Uh, this uh, this course is, I don't know, a mile and a half from my house growing up oh, that's in awesome. uh, PJ National.
2: Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. It's difficult. I'd like to play. Yeah, like 15 to 18 is very difficult there.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I was I was awful then, so you know I can only imagine uh, what how I yeah, I'm awful now. But I was worse then, so I can only imagine uh, what what it what it looked like when I was playing. Uh,
2: All right. Yeah. Uh, so what are we doing, Casey? What do we think?
3: What What do I think?
2: Yeah, you gotta go.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna go. I think uh, you need somebody with the distance. You need somebody with the putter. Uh, I'm going away from the distance, even though I just said it. Uh, third place last year. Hadn't made the cut before that. Uh, back-to-back top 12s on tour. Give me Denny McCarthy. Denny
2: McCarthy? like that pick. Denny McCarthy? Yep. Remember, Denny McCarthy was playing, like, the Web.com tour I in Atlantic it. Beach just, like, three years ago. Did I he think. win that
0: ping-pong tournament?
2: He did. He That's won the right. ping-pong tournament huh? they had over there.
0: <laughs> they had <laughs> yeah. a ping-pong tournament, uh, like, the, the, uh, like, the pairings party uh, you go, uh, the pairings Deep throwing.
2: diving. Deep diving on Denny McCarthy. That's here. right. <laughs> they used to call him
3: the uh, best putter on the planet, by the way.
2: Really? Yep. And by I didn't day know him I mean me. I didn't oh is he but he really is known as a good putter? Yeah,
3: he was like number one strokes game putting like for two straight years.
2: I did not realize like that was part of his game. You know you know Do you know the it? last person who was known as like like a great putter on tour that not named like Tiger Woods, but like that that was his game. I know. Like, um Barrington Brad, Barrington Rhode Island's own, Brad Faxon. Ah. For many a year, like I mean not just like two years. For, like, his career, like he was that. known as the best putter on tour. Second like Rhode people Island mention the day. Yeah. So, um, Brad Faxon. There you go. What All you right. Got? What do you got, Weber?
0: Uh, so, is there any restrictions? Do I have to pick no, someone he hasn't no picked favorites? before? Or no, or nah.
2: Nah. no, no. Okay, we're good. That. By the way, you wouldn't even know the names of the people that Austin has picked. He picking. just goes off the board, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally Mm -hmm.
3: off. Just please don't pick Garrick Higo because
2: that'll be like the third time. (laughs) That would be. He has picked Higo a couple of times. Has
0: he? I will. I'm I'm going local. I'm going to pick a a Northeast Florida guy. And uh, give me Billy Ho. Give me Billy Horschel, the former Gator. I know it's predictable. uh, But I'm going to take Billy Horschel to get the job done.
2: I feel like Horschel's played okay here before, too.
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, I think I
3: wrote about him this morning. I think four out of the last five he's made the cut here. Two top tens, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. baby.
2: By the way,
0: um, not to win, but I'm going to predict Russell Knox to finish 33rd. Did you see that stat? <laughs> yes. Yes. His last three tournaments, fan. he's finished in 33rd place. That is crazy. Like, that's what are so the odds of do. that?
2: Yeah, I don't know what the odds of that are.
0: Like, it's not just by you finishing 33rd, but then the ties have to work out perfectly because there's always ties around that point. So, like. The number of people who finish right above that have to be exact for it to end up... To, it's crazy. Just crazy.
2: A couple of weeks ago, I don't know if it was last week or a couple of weeks ago, I almost picked Daniel Berger. Oh. I'm going to take Daniel Berger out this time. the chalk. Time. Daniel 50 Get Berger. Out the chalk. And, and by the way, I looked this up, and I did not real. I would have never guessed, Casey, mm-hmm. that Daniel Berger is one of the betting favorites to win at the Honda Classic.
3: Yeah, he's like, good.
2: Seriously, like, why, why is... Is he though? Like, what's Daniel Berger done to earn like top three betting odds the field, at the Honda well, Classic?
3: So first off, the field's bad, but well, it's like it's not bad, but there's just not a lot of big names. Yeah, great, it's man. not as
2: great. Yeah. And uh, surprising, is it? Jacks a little bit. He By
0: the <laughs> way, Justin Thomas uh, not playing this weekend or at the Memorial. His his next one's going to be here at the Players.
2: Memorial, no, you oh, all Bay, not not Bay Hill. Sorry, Palmer. yeah. Um, wow, he's not playing Bay Hill either. Yeah, not Bay Hill. There you go. Yeah, so Bert, what were you saying, Casey, about Berger? He's from down there too, so
3: I think I feel like it's home course. I might be wrong, but I feel like yeah. I've heard that before. And I want to say he was doing really good there, and something happened. I don't remember. Okay. Like it was a withdrawal, or he just screwed up on Sunday. I forget what happened, but yeah, he's uh, he's also very good at the sport. So uh, well, we're gonna have to get out some to-
0: chalk for you.
2: He's a good player, but honestly, I would never have imagined he'd be that high on an odds.
0: 112th in the FedEx Cup, 20th in the official War golf rankings.
2: Yeah, like... I mean, he's only 20th?
0: Good. 20th, yeah. That's surprising
3: to
2: me. 112th in the FedEx Cup. It's not like he's playing well coming in.
3: Correct. It's early.
2: I know. I'm just saying. Like, like there's no smoke here to make... <laughs> Daniel Berger, like the second favorite or third favorite. I, don't, I just don't understand. Stewart's oh, getting yeah. out the chalk as we speak. Yeah, you should do that. All right, Weber, thanks for stopping by, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, happy Let's to. work on JT. We'll see you tonight on TV on Fox 30 uh, and uh, CBS 47. Let's get Captain Rick on right now for the Sportsman Fishing Report. We are hitting like six different topics here in the football at five, including some fishing. What's happening, Captain Rick?
1: Well, I gotta tell you, Brad, this is probably the only golf question that you'll ever get from me. All right. What is now it? that to me now that to me it's it's obvious that Tiger will not catch Jack. With as many good players as there are now, will anybody ever catch Jack? No.
2: Is that untouchable? Untouchable. It's really? untouchable. I mean I mean I guess we could get another Tiger come along. I so you don't want to say no, but we won't be here to defend it i can tell you that you know like whether we got it right or wrong because it's not happened it's like nah there's like you just said too many good golfers and, and the guys that we thought had chances like Rory McIlroy and and Jordan Spieth that went on those runs they you, they just showed that you can't maintain that level of golf and there are too many good golfers, but not even them could maintain that kind of play the way Tiger did and obviously the longevity of Jack. The only thing that could give a little glimmer of hope is the longevity of an athlete today. And in that sport, it can be really long, but we even saw Phil Mickelson at 50 win a major. Like, that's pretty unusual. That wouldn't happen, you know, obviously it happened to Jack to get him to 18. Uh, but uh, I would say no way, not in my lifetime, even if I live to 100.
1: Yeah, I look at – I look at – uh, not so much the fact that that no, we won't ever see another Tiger. We've now got 25 guys that are almost at that level. So uh, nobody's going to be able to stand alone and rack up enough wins, I don't think. I think Will there the ever be of another? has risen, That's risen true. too Will... high.
2: Will there ever be a Captain Rick is the real question.
1: <laughs> no, there's a lot <laughs> There's a lot of those around, I promise you, more than we need. Pretty good, in fact, very good fishing today. I was fortunate enough to get out on the water early this morning with my buddy David Boris. and everywhere we stopped to check for trout, there were trout, and they were nice fish. They looked good, lots of schools of reds pushing around that we saw. So all around inshore fishing today, very, very good. Offshore was very, very good. The ocean has calmed down. If you've been thinking about going tomorrow, do it. I know I am. Uh, The Jody Lynn 2 today had a dozen tunas, four or five mahis, and seven or eight kingfish. They had a very nice box of fish. Closer to shore, the vermilion snapper were biting very well. The ocean's calm. The weather's perfect. We got 40 degrees coming up again by the uh, beginning of next week. So take advantage of tomorrow while we got it. And you can count on the fact that we'll be at the dock in time tomorrow afternoon to bring you an up-to-the-minute fishing report brought to you by CSS Landscaping and Workman's Quick Fix
2: Plumbing. Thank you, Brent. Thanks, nice Captain Rick. Have a good night, man. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 694 to Sportsman. Fishing report each and every day and then catch the show 7 a.m. on ESPN 690 on Saturdays for a couple of hours. All right, got to take a break. We come back. Devoli's House of Cards is where we are at here on a Wednesday. It'll be here on Wednesdays, by the way, so put it on the calendar uh, over the next few months. Stop on by, say hello, see the collection in here. The newest place in town, best place in town, right here at Devoli's House of Cards. I keep hearing this other office over here erupting as they're breaking cards, Casey. we got to do something about it here. We do. We have that same kind of reaction. we got to open up some cards. That's going to happen before the end of the show. We'll bring Mark Tavoli back in for that, no doubt. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 6.9.
1: Day two, as the union actually added money to their minimum salary structure, the league said no thank you to that. And later in the day, they brought up the idea of using a federal mediator to help negotiations. It's the second time in two weeks they've made that request. The union said no thanks to that. So here we are on Wednesday, and in talking to people before the meeting began, they kind of feel like it's going to be more of the same, not a lot of progress. Now, that could come later in the week or over the weekend when a deadline to play
2: opening day on time approaches. Right now, it's status quo. Someone's got to break the dam. That is Buster Only from ESPN. Got that one right, Casey? Did you? I got that one. Yeah. Buster Only, by the way, the early part of that soundbite sounded like he was trying to do his best Tim Kirkshin impersonation. He was a little high on the octave.
3: He's no Austin Lane. (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's because that hurts the vocal cords. Also by the way, not with us today. He uh, will be out through the rest of the week as he heads to Dallas for a big fight on Sunday. Really a big, big fight. You know, up to climb the ladder, and he's really climbing and climbing fast, trying to get into the UFC. Uh, and a big one on Sunday coming up. So we'll talk more about it as the week goes along. Might call in and check in with us uh, from Dallas as well. Brett Arnott here at Davoli's House of Cards, along with Casey Kurtz back in the Action Sports Jack studios. And Mark Davoli joins me once again, who owns uh, Davoli's House of Cards. This is somewhat of a new play. What, what are we going on here, Mark? Four months? Yes, yeah, four months, yeah. Four months. That's amazing. Um, and uh, business is good, obviously. So what we've done over the last month is we, we break cards live on air. We have fun with it. We have no idea what we're doing. Casey jumps in, and he's the expert. Well, Casey doesn't have to be the expert as much today c- because you're kind of the expert, too. Um, and this is what you guys do a lot on TikTok, break cards and and sets and boxes and and the rest uh, for people who buy them, which I think is a fascinating part of it. And people buy the cards, and they watch you guys open. Yep. Right? I mean, that's, that's the name of the game right
5: now. Yeah, and a lot of the guys that uh, do this, they love to put on a show for people and they'll literally one guy you know he he literally said one day get your popcorn ready and he he came in and and bought a ton of stuff so everybody gets to see you know on the live what's going on and and get to see the cards that get pulled and then of course we package them up and uh and send them off to the people all right let's test casey here you just
2: casey you ever heard of a pack battle (laughs) no Okay, so this is what Mark just said, because I said, listen, we got to open something up. I keep hearing this room erupt. We saw Derek Jeter autograph card, uh, right? I we got a Mac going. Jones earlier, right? I don't know what the other eruption was for, but uh, he said, well, let's do a pack battle. I said, all right, whatever that means, whatever that is. And so we're going to open. This is a 2020 Select. Yep. And, uh, by the way, you, you have a, he has a tool even, Casey, to open the cards. <laughs> I mean, the, the, to get the plastic off and so uh we have to what's the deal here Mark? How does it how, how do you want to do this?
5: So there so there's uh so there's six packs. I'm going to let you pick the three you want. I'll take the other three. And then we'll uh we'll open we will we'll each open a pack. And uh we'll just go with the longest last name. All right? All right. So it's totally random, right? It's not the best card, the most valuable one. It's going to be so so in essence here I could lose, to you, I could lose a Joe Burrow auto to a very long-legged, long-named, um, last name guy. Okay. So uh, that, that's kind of how Oof. back battles go. Yeah, that would be weird, right? Sometimes value, which is kind of fun, but it's, it, this is a little more interesting.
2: All right, sounds good. Here, I'm going to try to fix your headset right now because I feel like we're getting a lot of noise. But uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to change it at all. I know, we're getting a little noise back there, Casey. Uh, so... I'm trying to play engineer here. But I'm not sure I'm fixing it. Alright. Well, here we go. Let's do it. So I get to pick a cor- yeah. I get to pick which Yeah. Alright. So yeah. You know, it we go one at a time. One at of a course. time. Yep. And you we're going longest last name, Casey. Doesn't matter if I get borough. I'm going longest last name. So we need Palomalu? Yeah, Palomalu. Uh Being Fitzgerald. Nice. How about that? Larry Fitzgerald. That's pretty solid. That's not bad. not a bad More start. Stafford. Silver Stafford's, Stafford's not going right? to help. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. Does Jr. count? Hey, yeah, <laughs> we'll give you the JR. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyron Matthew. All right. All right. So right now, Fitzpatrick. i got to count how many letters? I mean, Fitzgerald. Ten.
5: I got a Euros Gross meters. Oh, you got a double (laughs) name
2: guy. (laughs) A double name
5: guy. Green Jalen Rager, field level, Jordan Brooks, and Ross Blacklock. Yeah, Ross
2: Blacklock. By the way, I remember him from the Houston Texans. Did he do anything this year? Uh, Did anybody from the Houston Texans
5: (laughs) do anything this year? Would you have? uh, Would you have on uh, Fitzgerald? Fitzgerald was ten. Ten. So Gross Matos is. It's ten. Oh, is the hyphen count? No, that doesn't count, so then you go to the next one. So Blaylock would be my next one, which is nine. You, All right, You got
2: nine. Pittman's nine. Pittman Jr. <laughs> Did you? All right. All right, so now we go to the next one. Yep. I got uh, Stafford, two, four, six, eight. You win. Here we go. That, that
5: does it. You get both packs. So I get both packs. That's it. That's a winner. This is like war. Yeah, it's a, that's exactly right. Go on, I Brent. Love it. I love it. <laughs> you didn't do anything, but good job. I didn't do anything. Like
2: This is like this is a fun way to do it, though. This is a new Without well, a doubt. Like the... I would think I was just talking to you about the kids, right? Yeah. Because I said, you know, we have got to give away a pack to the kids or something. Have them yep. come in the store, and I said, you know, because it's a lot of people listening to the show are my age or a little younger, or you know, somewhere in the vicinity they have kids and they remember collecting cards, yep. or now their kids are interested in collecting cards, and one way or another, they're going to get each other involved in collecting yeah. cards, which is kind of fun. All right, I got a Michael P. Ryan, uh, C.J. Ham. You're not still off going to a good start. So it's a it's a second pack.
3: Second. Oh, pack. okay, cool. Yep. Come on, Brett. All right, J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> I don't know why I'm rooting for you.
2: I don't either. You don't usually root for me. Ed Reed. It felt like the right thing to do. I had a lot of four-letter guys that time. That's horrible, Brent. And so when oh. we do Dobbins, this. by the way,
5: is uh, seven. So I think you've got a good chance. And when we, I got a Dobbins as well. <laughs> <laughs> and when we do this in the store, well, you know, sometimes you can do it with two, three, four people. And we have a little dealer button up there, just like in when it comes to you, you pick. So you might say lowest jersey number. or So you can do oh, yeah, absolutely yeah. anything. We're going last name so right again, now. So again, it's more it's more random. I got a J.K. Dobbins, oh, Teddy Bridgewater. You're a winner. That'll do it. Oh, Henry Ruggs, Ooh. and Davis. Oh. So with the Henry Ruggs, what we do with those? <laughs> yeah, we rip those we up. We rip them up. These we ones do, are hard to rip, but <laughs> yeah. we, uh, we bend them and it, throw them. All it up. is pretty. Uh, <laughs>
2: all right, let's go a different one for this last one. All right. What are we doing? Casey, you call it. Yeah, Casey. What should we you call be playing it. for here on the the pack battle?
3: I'm going highest jersey number. We need a lineman.
5: There you go. So we're looking for. We uh, need JJ Watt, a D lineman. Yeah, JJ Watt will be a winner.
2: I oh, did a bad job opening this. Yeah, sometimes. All right, Brian Edwards, 89. Oh, there we go. That's big. That's not bad. Uh, Josh Jacobs, 28. Not going to get him there. Uh, James Connor,
5: 30. Nice card there.
2: Is that a pretty good card? Yeah, nice little color. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, 27. So thank you, Brian Edwards from South Carolina. Oh, Jason,
5: 89. 89. 89. It's a new way. I kind of like. Oh. A.J. Dillon, 28. Jay Sean. Oh, you
2: got 99 and Chase
5: Jay 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 Young. Young oh, nice Sean
2: right. rookie card. What a
5: disaster. Drew Brees <laughs> and Michael P. There Ryan. you go.
2: That's a, I, you know what? I kind of like that. Yeah. I like that you add the game to the game, right? That's right. You add a little more fun to uh, maybe if you don't get a great pack. Yeah. And by the way, in your back pocket, is potentially a Joe Burrow or Herbert right.
5: or whoever else. And again, this way, if you're doing value, which is nice, if you pull the Burrow, you keep the Burrow. This way, you can pull the burrow and lose to a Chase Young. And you use a, lose a big car, yeah. which is it's crazy, <laughs> yeah, but it, but it makes it fun. a lot on the line. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, man. Hey, thanks for having us out. We'll
2: do more of this uh, throughout uh, the Wednesdays when we're down here. Um, pretty cool. Come on out to Devoli's House of Cards. We'll be here um, just about every Wednesday over the next few months is our plan. And uh, I think uh, coming up we'll give away, you know, over these next few weeks. Give away some uh, packs to kids and come in the store and grab them. Or maybe we'll have pack battles if you come down and visit us. So uh, we can do a lot of fun things uh, here at uh, the Bowie's House of Cards. Favorite card
5: you have in your collection? Um, if you had one to hold on to. You know what? I... I um... I love Zion right now. I love Zion's value right now. Yeah. Um but I have a uh, I have a uh, I have a 58 Mickey Mail. It's not graded very well, but it's uh, wow. but That's it's, a, it's a cool card. Yeah, That's so, awesome. Yeah.
2: Good stuff. All right, thanks for having us down, man. Thank you. Uh, Action Sports Shack's on ESPN 690 it rolls on right after this.
5: Hey, hey. We're talking about the 49ers being in the NFC Championship game and their head coach/play slash caller Kyle Shanahan clearly not trusting Jimmy Garoppolo to impact the game. They wanted to go out there and throw the ball the least amount of times. You can't function in today's game in today's NFL and have success at the highest level when you don't have confidence in your quarterback as a playmaker. One thing that's undeniable about Trey Lance is that he is a playmaker. And though he might be light, on his football experience. He is not light on football acumen. If you go back to the scouting reports at the combine for him coming out last year, everyone said of the quarterbacks drafted in the first round, this guy had the highest football IQ. Is
2: that your guy, Chris Canty? You better believe it. (laughs) We gotta get Canty in. He's like my default guest now. (laughs) Especially when he's
3: talking about Trey Lance, it's a (laughs) win-win situation. (laughs)
2: Brett Martin live at Tavoli's House of Cards here at Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Hang out until 6 o'clock, just a couple more minutes ago. Having some fun. Just did a pack battle here at Tavoli's House of Cards. That was fun. They had some eruptions oh. in the other room. I uh, did was uh, on TikTok. Uh, it's just a wild thing. It's a wild industry. And it's cool because I think parents and kids, it's something. Moms and dads, uh, they get a little bit of everything in here. And so we're going to hang out here for uh, on Wednesdays over the next uh, few months. Uh, pretty cool. And have some fun with it. So make sure you put it on the calendar, 3 to 6, uh, most Wednesdays over the next few months, and, and come visit and hang out with us. And uh, O'Casey's going to come down from time to time because he's the expert. and hey, He loves this place.
3: That is true, Brent. By the way, we got a comment on YouTube. They said, I can hear you on Devoli's stream. So.
2: Oh, know. really? They can hear me yelling? They,
3: they also <laughs> said the laughing emoji, so I'm not sure if that's like a keep it down, you're bothering us. Or, but, yeah, I don't know. know. We're happy they to have you here for a quick I second.
2: asked them if I was being too loud. They said no, that they might have just been being nice. Yeah, uh, But true. actually, the young man who's doing that, and he does that, that's like his job, by the way. He does a great job at it. I told you earlier, he's like, I'm overwhelmed. we got so many people on that thing that, that are trying to buy cards and everything. And uh, he said... Next week, he's going to bring out those like confetti poppers. Oh, and, when they, what, and when they get a big one, they're going to come out behind the stream and pop the confetti and show us the card they got. So I said, Yeah, you just got to yell it out. Don't worry if we're on. Interrupt us. And uh, so we're going to try to have some fun down here at the Village. Good House news. Cards.
3: Second comment no, not a complaint. So you're all good, Brent. <laughs>
2: There you go. Thanks, guys. We appreciate that. Uh, thanks for listening to us, uh, even if it's indirectly. Over there. True. On, uh, see, we are on TikTok, I guess. Uh, Look at us. What you got, Casey? What you got? You got a little soccer or are you go in a different direction?
3: No, nah, I gave up on soccer talk maybe another time. We got two more days. Um, I'm sticking with the trend of the show, random tweets from the day. Okay. Uh, I found this one earlier and I, quote, retweeted it. And it's it's pretty straightforward. What's the worst trade in sports history? So I, quote, oh, retweeted I see- it.
2: I saw you do that. Tell us who you had, because I thought you had some pretty good ones. Yeah, so
3: mine are both baseball, and the first one is the obvious one that is consensus really bad. Uh, for the Pirates, that would be Tyler Glass now, Austin Meadows, and Shane Boz for Chris Archer, who Terrible. now has returned to the race. Um, so that was something. But the trade that people always forget about, and I don't know why, was when the Marlins sent Miguel Cabrera and Dontro Willis, but mostly Miguel Cabrera, uh, to the Tigers for Dallas, Traherne, Burke, Badenhop, Frankie, De La Cruz, Cameron Maben, Andrew Miller, before he was good, and Mike Ribello. People forget wow. that happened.
2: And by the way, the big piece in that, if I remember correctly, would have been Cameron Maben. Yes, it was. Right? Mm-hmm. And Maben actually had himself a decent career but was never a star that everybody thought he was going to be.
3: Well, he, you can just put it in terms of he was not as good as Miguel Cabrera. That <laughs> is
2: true. <laughs> Uh, one of the worst trades ever, by the way. Just ask Red Sox fans this. I think it was at the deadline. Jeff Bagwell for oh. Larry Anderson.
3: Yeah, it's tough. You can't Jeff win them all.
2: Jeff Bagwell for Larry Anderson, if I remember it correctly.
3: Yeah, I'm just glad you didn't go to, like, I saw some comments on this tweet, like, uh, Babe Ruth. Like, come on. Like, that was okay. a bad trade, but that was, like, hundreds of years ago. Like, we don't care yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, we did grade those, though. Yeah, that, nowadays, if you get. That does fit. It does. But if you make a trade that bad nowadays, like...
2: It 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 could set you back for a decade.
3: Like the Pirates.
2: (laughs) Well, by the way, trading Babe Ruth set the Red Sox back in cursed land for 86 years. So I guess that was pretty devastating.
3: (laughs) That's true. One my dad likes to bring up is uh, the Cubs traded Lou Brock for... uh, What was that guy's name? Ernie Brolio,
2: I think was his name. Yeah, I think you're right. And by the way, that is in division. Yeah,
3: and to your biggest rival of all time. Oh man,
2: that hurts. Stop. I kinda like the Babe Ruth one. Uh very oh. good though. I like those random topics, man. We might have to pull those a little bit more today. They had me intrigued. Like people throwing out some interesting topics and, and nuggets. People just uh, doing things. including Blake Portals.
3: Yeah, I still don't get
2: that. <laughs> the rushing leader. Active yeah. rushing leader <laughs> per carry in the NFL. Mm-hmm. is uh, Blake Bortles. All right, that will do it from uh, Davoli's House of Cards. We'll see you on CBS 47 and Fox 30 tonight. And tomorrow will be at Palm Beach Autographs in the Avenues Mall from 3 p.m. until 5 p.m. And then Casey and Brian Middleton Action Sports Shack's OT from 5 to 7. So a little bit different on the programming side tomorrow, but really we'll get you covered from 3 to 7. Hey, coming up tonight, what do we have, Duke, Virginia?
3: We do, coming up in about a half hour. Coverage will there start for that one.
2: on ESPN 690, and get just get ready now. All your college basketball conference tournaments, NCAA tournament, coming up on ESPN 690 over the next couple of months. So uh, get your brackets ready. We're gonna have a big March with that and shock your mock, baby. Uh, Plenty to get to over the next couple of days as well. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for listening on ESPN 690 from Davoli's House of Cards.